so Canada, of course, lost their opening match at the World Cup yesterday, 1-0, the one time of year where our Canadians were around talking about nil. Actually, I guess we do it every four years. Um, but apparently, uh, I'm not a soccer expert, but uh, from what I heard, uh, it was a really good showing. I mean, Belgium's the second-ranked team in the world, so... Uh, Huge underdogs going in and a lot of optimism heading into their final two games. I think they play Croatia and Morocco um, in the opening round. And uh, apparently because there was such a good showing against Belgium, there's some optimism that they might actually be able to come up with some points in the other two games. So we'll see. I don't know when the games are. They, is it tomorrow, Cass? Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. So they spread it out because the first round, I think they play it right into next month. So, okay. So we'll, we'll see what happens. They've got Croatia left. They've got Morocco left. A 1-0 loss to Belgium in their opening match. But like I say, all in all, sounds like it was pretty positive. So I, I, I'm more curious. Like I've said, I'm not a huge soccer fan. Um, I'm more interested in what's going on in Qatar because we've heard all of the stories. And there's so many things going on. I mean, I, I just can't imagine if you had that many people descend on a country of about 3 million people for an event like this, what might happen. So we're going to chat now with Naomi Karayuki, who's an Edmontonian living and teaching in Qatar. Naomi, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, maybe you can just put this to rest because we've been told Qatar, Qatar, they're both okay. How is it pronounced there? Yeah, so we say Qatar. Qatar. Or Qatar, yes. Qatar or Qatar. Okay, good enough. That's excellent. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, how long have you been there? So I moved here in August. So I've been here for three months. Interesting. Okay. And are you like in Doha? Yes, I am in Doha. Okay. So you were there sort of as the ramp up, the build up. I mean, a lot of the preparation started years ago, but I imagine things were just getting really chaotic as we got closer and closer to the kickoff. This is the World Cup, right? Yeah, it was getting a lot busier. Um, roads are being finished, and you can just see, you know, they're starting to decorate the city. So I definitely saw a lot of that. How much coming and up until how much like construction was like? I heard entire cities were built in some cases. Like how much construction was done? Do you know? Yeah, I heard. Um, for example, that one of the new areas, like in Loose Sail, like that came up pretty quick. So they definitely put in a lot of work over a short amount of time to finish and get ready for the World Cup. What about people? Like, has there just been a huge influx of tourism? Um, yeah, I definitely say there's been a lot of people, but um, it's it's been like it's not as super crowded as I would think it would be. But yeah, there's definitely been a lot of people here. Okay, so let's go back before this event kicked off and before the tourism really ramped up in the last week or so. What was what is life like in Qatar? Like, how, how where where do you live? What's a day in the life like there? Yeah, absolutely. So I live in the Pearl area, and it's where a lot of the expats live. And honestly, it's, it's amazing. It's truly beautiful. Like, we're right by the sea. We have a nice view of, like, the Doha skyline. And, yeah, it's it's actually it's unbelievable. I was really shocked coming to Qatar and wasn't sure what to expect, but it, it's been it's beautiful. So are you, like, would it be fair to call it a compound? You You live sort of in a compound? No, just in, like, a studio apartment. Okay, but it, but the neighborhood, is it, like you say, it's an expat neighborhood. Do you oh, sort of, do you stay yeah. there or do you go, every, I mean, is it just like living in a Canadian city? Yeah, more or less so. It actually, it has like, it almost gives me like, it almost feels like you're on a Mexico resort, to be honest. Okay. Because <laughs> it's just beautiful, beautiful buildings, colorful palm trees. Yeah. What about 
now? I mean, have, has there been a change in the way that the country sort of operates, some rules changing? Because we know there's a lot of conversation about what people can and can't do in Qatar for the World Cup. Is it different? What's the messaging been like to the people who live there as we got closer to the World Cup? Yeah, absolutely. I would say more or less it's been the same from what it was when I moved here. Um, just, of course, the same things like just respecting their culture mm-hmm. and respecting their country. Um, but yeah, like I can't say there's been any major changes from when I moved here to, to now in terms of, you know, the rules. What I can say is there's just like, definitely been like more security around and just like people that are actually at the metro stations helping and guiding people around and that's been really nice. Um, you teach English there, right? That's what you're teaching? So I actually teach at an Alberta accredited school. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah. you're teaching Qatari citizens? No. So I actually teach uh, students that are that have come from Canada but have like migrated from different parts of the world. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And there's a bunch, yeah. right? There's a lot of people, oh, like tons that actually move there and live there to work, right? Absolutely, yeah, and their parents uh, work in, like, universities and uh, in the hospitals. Um, How, I mean, aside from the people, like, the citizens of of Qatar or the people that you work with, the people that are there, how interested are they in the World Cup? Is it a big deal? Is everybody sort of jumped on board here? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. You'll just go out on the streets even if you're not at a stadium, and every single place is showing the World Cup. People are outside sitting on a patio and just enjoying the game. Like, the whole country is just immersed in, in the World Cup. Are you going to any games? Are you interested? Are you a soccer fan? I am a soccer fan, absolutely. So I was at the Canada match last night, and... It was unbelievable, and I'm also going to go to the next match as well. Tell tell me about that. What was it like last night? What was the atmosphere inside the stadium? Oh, it was electric. From the time we got there uh, already, our, the Canada fans were rallying up, up on our feet. It was just, it was unbelievable, really, just the amount of support that they had for, uh, that, yeah, that they had for the boys. Now, what we're hearing over here, Naomi, is that, you know what, yeah, they lost, but you know what, they came pretty close. They actually played really well at times. Is there a lot of optimism heading into the weekend now? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for this to be their first World Cup in 36 years and to, to only concede one goal against Belgium, it was a really strong showing, so we have a lot of hope over here. What about tickets? Like, how hard is it to get tickets? How much do they cost? Is it tough? Uh, so it was a little bit tough, but uh, I actually I, I did secure my tickets before I came here, so that was good. Um, but yeah, there are some last-minute ticket sales for sure, but um, yeah, there are, there are ways to get... Yeah, I would say it was a little bit tough to get them, but I definitely, I secured them, you know, months ahead of time. Excellent. So you're off to another game. Um, I, I, I just... I am. <laughs> what, I mean, I, I don't know if you're a soccer expert here, but what, trying to help me out here, because I'm not. Like, how optimistic are you? Do you think they actually have a chance of getting out of this round? I think they have a chance. I think if they can just... Um, just play, like, just be able to uh, have a bit more of their finish their chances. We had a lot of chances actually in the Belgium. Yes, they did, yeah. They just weren't able to finish. Um, So I think if we can, uh, our defense was really good. So if we can keep that up, 
finish those chances, I believe we do have a chance to get out of our group stage. Um, one last question, and, and I don't know how. Uh, how um, uh, Over here, we're hearing a lot about the issues with Qatar, with human rights, with gay rights, with some yeah. of the protests that players yeah. wanted to take part in. Does that make any yeah. impact in Qatar? Are people there talking about it, or is that kept pretty much out of the discussion around the World Cup? Yeah, I don't, I can't say I've really heard anything yeah. too much about it. I know there are players that have been protesting about it, but yeah, I think it just comes down to, you know, it's, it's, it's their country and they, they just want people to kind of respect their country and their, their think, traditions yeah. and what they believe in. But yeah, it's, it's really a buzz about the football though. That's all I can say. It's about the football and Qatar has just been, they've been really welcoming to everyone that's come and it's been a great atmosphere. Yeah, that's exactly what I would expect. Well, Naomi, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it and have fun at the games. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.